welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. I had an air fryer running. It was dangerous. Nice, dude. What you uh, what you working up in there? What you whipping up in that sauce machine? Taquitos. Doesn't it just make everything better? I, as soon as I got this air fryer, I just I just went crazy and bought a ton of crazy frozen shit. Dude, so did you get a new air fryer the other day? Like we were talking about? Yeah, I copped that Black Friday deal. Shout out to the Black Friday deals. Raymond copped a new air fryer. <laughs> he upgraded from the analog to the digital. This guy's out here with shorties looking for taquitos. Three payments. <laughs> Three payments on Chandra. <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called. We're back, motherfuckers. We're immediately talking about food and air fryers. This is Let Me Call You Back. My name is Declan. This is Raymond. You should know who the fuck we are by now. This is episode 52, isn't it? 53. No, did I, did I not announce that last week? We officially completed a year's worth of episodes. If you wanted to listen to a weekly episode of ours and catch up with us, you could do that and spend a year doing it. If once a week you wanted to hear bad jokes from one possibly morbidly obese and one formerly morbidly obese <laughs> brother, you could do so by going to any of those streaming platforms and looking up the Let Me Call You, po- Call you Back podcast, Michael Brooks and Raymond Brooks. So congratulations, Raymond. We did it. We have eclipsed the milestone and we have moved past it. Yeah. Yeah, hit, hit the claps. It's a beautiful thing. I'm about to shoot my gun off. <laughs> About to pull out my gun. <laughs> dude, that just reminded me. I just got back into future. Oh, dude. Remember we were big into future like five years ago? How did you get out of future? I've always been into future. I rock Kentucky blues on these hoes. The fact that I'm getting shooed by these hoes. I was into that album that had plastic bag on it, and I played it too much, and I stopped listening to it. Yeah, scholarship. Uh, no, is it Diamonds Dancing or Scholarship? Yeah, that's it. Diamonds Dance. Yeah, what do you call it? Puffin' on Zooties. <laughs> My favorite song, Puffin' on Zooties, why she calling me daddy. <laughs> oh, there's another, the song Wait For You. I will wait for you early in the morning, late at night. He dropped an album in 2022. It's pretty fire. Do you know that song, Wait For You? Yeah. The, the Drake song? I can hear your tears when you're crying over the phone. Get mad because I always leaving you alone. I vibes with that. Vibes with that song hard. I'm like, future's his family behind too. <laughs> I just relate, dude. Future had to go to work and make his money for his boy too. <laughs> <laughs> he just is me. There's just no way to like, you know, parallel and, and connect with these people, but they miss they shorties too. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I fell in love with the dirty and then I fell in love with the money. Yeah. <laughs> Mixing Sprite with the liquor <laughs> and the sedatives. The turkey hill. Everything's already what I said it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mixing purple with the sedatives. So yeah, I just been <laughs> okay. Let's uh, sorry, I could I could quote I could quote every fucking future line. His music is really good. Yeah, I know. He's also very respectful. Like the song "Plastic Bag," <laughs> I, I love the part where you get a plastic bag, go ahead and pick up all that cash you deserved at. That's respectful as hell to women. You deserve that. I guess so. And look at you out here working. I've been home all day. I was trying to watch some football. As soon as I go to leave and go to a bar and tie a couple on, maybe get some wings. A rogue Siberian Husky attacks you? (laughs) No. I go outside. There's a fucking parade going on on my street. For what? It's it's the annual Christmas parade. I think it's like the longest parade in the country. 
like longest running Christmas parade? No. I mean, distance, I'm pretty sure. Wow, what a weird thing to aim to be. Also, how is it in Baltimore? Also, who is going to a Christmas parade in Baltimore? There was a lot of people, dude. They say th- they say like 20,000 people normally go, but it was on my street that I live on, so I was completely fucked. I've never heard of that before, dude. It's like the same thing where like, we're like, dude, how have nobody heard of the Mummers Parade before? People are like, yeah, dude, 20,000, 30,000 people usually go to it. People have never heard of it. This was similar to that. It was kind of same kind of dances going on, costumes. Drunk white working class starting fights in the streets, possibly wearing blackface. No, probably not. There was a lot of marching. So it was a lot of school marching bands and like dance teams. And Dude, these dance teams, these cheerleaders and dance teams are doing some pretty risque moves. I couldn't believe. I mean, these are children. I was waiting for you to say something real fucked up. Like, these fucking dance teams had some donkeys on them. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Couple clappers on them. I'll tell you what. No, dude. All I'm saying is if I had a daughter, I don't know if I want her out there doing that. Dude, that was my biggest fear is having a daughter. When we first found out we were having a kid, I want a daughter because I think the name's cool and she would be my girl, Dude, my sweet fucked. girl. You have but a daughter, you're fucked. Absolutely. Actually, no, I'm not fucked. She's fucked. Because, like, the, the culture now is that women are whores. That's not true. <laughs> the thing is that for some reason, it has become the culture to be a, like, filthy, dirty girl. We're like, like, I don't know. Dude, have you not seen... All of the videos, all the interviews. How many of those videos have you seen of people interviewing people on the streets and like, can you pull up your phone and we're going to do a loyalty test? <laughs> and like every single time it's like a guy and a girl and he's like, ah, yeah, 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 that. take my phone, check it. I have nothing to hide. And she's like, yeah, me too. And they open it up. But like, who the fuck's this? She's like, I have no fucking clue. Why were you even asking? It's your fault. <laughs> he's immediately in trouble. Yeah, and in the same video, it's, what's your body count? Like, I don't even want to say. It's so high. Like, dude, uh, women talk about their body counts so openly now. I think it's all cap. I don't think it's all women. I think that's that's just the algorithms that are just lambasting the fuck out of our brains. Yeah, well, do you think that possibly they're trying to influence the consensus of people to act that way? Maybe. Them? Probably. You're talking about they? I mean, not the them and theys. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like the man trying to keep us down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Talking about J- the Jewish media, <laughs> the JM, the JM. What's good with Kanye, dude? Is he good now? Bro, I saw an article today about how uh, Kanye University and that entire property is fucked. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, you know how he had that church and he had like a whole university and everything, like Easy University or some shit. Oh, I didn't know that. He has a church where he used to have Sunday service. The church, the, I was reading an article, the walls are falling down as to how to, they built this place, like, I don't know, maybe five years ago. It's become so dilapidated that walls have started to crumble. Jeez. How the fuck does that happen? That's no good, dude. Who the fuck? Who's your GC? <laughs> we just gonna pray to yay. Easy gonna deliver us. <laughs> is, that, is that the religion? He started a new religion? Did you not know Kanye started a religion? No. Did you not know about Sunday service? Dude, are you not on Black Twitter? No, I'm not on Black Twitter. I thought Sunday service was an album. No, he literally was holding Sunday services at his his property. Was this with or without Kim? Possibly as they were on the outs. Did you see she took her ass out? She took her ass out? Like yeah. in public? No, like it's gone. She took the thing out of her. So now it's confirmed her ass was fake? No, no, no. I, I think I did actually see that because there was like skinny pictures of her. She's hot. I mean, like, she looks way better without it, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I have to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever, ever looked at Kim Kardashian in a very sexual manner because I think she's just like a, a plastic person. I feel like she's fake. Yeah, she's a clone. Yeah, I just know in no way was she attractive to me at any point. I don't care how round that dumper is. <laughs> I don't care how many 747s you can land on that airway strip. Yeah, I don't know. This is reminding me. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Did you know she's like a... Uh, a conservative, like right wing Republican. I told you I met her, right? No way. Yeah. So she came into the Rittenhouse Hotel and stayed in Rittenhouse Hotel when I worked there. Yeah. And uh, I think I told you this. This no joke. I swear to God, this isn't me just making a joke up. Uh, she gets out of her car and goes to get her bag out of the trunk, and the bellman goes, "Can I get that for you, Miss Jenner?" And in a extremely manly voice, he goes. Nah, I got it, pal. Don't worry about it. It <laughs> fucking scared the shit out of us, bro. Scared the shit out of us, dude. And mind you, uh, she's in the heels and a, a dress. Like, yeah. the bellman was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Tim Dillon had a Friendsgiving dinner that he held, and he invited, you know, like some famous people over, and Caitlyn Jenner showed up to his Friendsgiving. At one point, he's like looking around the room, and Caitlyn's like holding court with people, talking about like gay marriage. In like a real manly voice, Caitlyn Jenner is like, you know, I'm just an old-fashioned girl. I don't agree with you. <laughs> well, when I met her, a tower of a woman. Like, it felt like Dikembe Mutombo showed up in heels. <laughs> it was insane, dude. Like, he's, she's just an old-fashioned girl. It's pretty, it'd be crazy to hear like a a, uh, a hot mic on a Caitlyn Jenner just being like, listen, I'm just an old-fashioned girl and marriage is supposed to be between a man and a woman. That's how I feel. <laughs> oh my God. The wacky races episode of South Park. Where she runs people over. Yeah. With like a like slurred voice because they're like her plastic surgery is like failing. She's like, sorry, doll. Didn't mean just didn't see you there. <laughs> it's like it's like it's insane, dude. It's such a fucking funny character. What time is it? I have to fly out. It's going to be ten. Yeah, so I have to Go to the airport at 3.30, fly out at 5. You went out to California, didn't you? Well, yeah, actually, I went out to Reno, Nevada this week, and I ended up being in California as well. So I was in the littlest, biggest city in the country. Isn't that what it says? I think that's what the sign says on the town. It's like, the littlest, biggest city in the world. It's either that or it's like home of the most hepatitis and homeless people ever. Oh, man. Dude, hella Homeless people. Hella homies. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I felt bad. It's it's sad, dude. I was in a Walmart. They have to lock up everything. Everything. They locked up socks, shoes, belts, pants, jeans. They were locking up. Dude, I went to go get a belt. I had to ask a woman to get me out a stretchy belt. <laughs> it was so <laughs> fucking embarrassed. I was like, hey, man, excuse me. Can you unlock the belt and please give me one of those stretch fit belts for my fat ass? They do that here, too, dude. They lock everything up in Walmart. I was like, well, why? what's this for? And I was like, did you guys get hit with, like, protests or something? Like, what happened? Were they looting? And she was like, no, 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 we just got a lot of homeless men. I was like, oh, okay. And then I felt even dirtier when I had to fucking, I mean, I couldn't even go to self-checkout with my stretchy belt. They take it out of a locked cabinet, put it into a locked box, and I have to go out front and have someone unlock my stretchy no belt way. for me. Like, ah, stretchy. Yeah. That's how they used to do video games. Remember that? Yeah, I, uh, I, so two employees there. I had, like, yeah, I know, it's stretchy. Thanks. <laughs> it's not for me. 
not for me. It's for a friend. It's for my. It's for my woman. <laughs> it's for my incredibly fat wife. <laughs> it's for the old fat piece of shit ball and chain. You know what I mean, pal? You ever had someone tell you that they don't like to be called pal or buddy? No, but I've seen people like not vocally say it. The first time I ever had somebody say that to me, I said, "Yo, pal, can you pass me that?" And he goes, "Excuse me." He's from South Jersey with an incredibly Southern draw. I don't know how this happened. He said, excuse me? I was like, yeah, pal, can you hand me that? He's like, listen, no offense to you, but do you know what pal means? I'm like, yeah, it means like buddy, friend. What are you, what are you talking about right now? He's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory. Pretty much. You should hear what he said to me. He's like, pal is an acronym for pussy ass liquor. All right, so you better not be calling me a fucking pussy ass licker. <laughs> he's like, I ain't gay. I ain't gay. Like, like, that's pretty much what happened. Dude, he's on Facebook too much. He definitely saw that as going to mean he's pal actually means pussy ass licker. And if you call me a pussy ass licker, we're going to have a problem in my America. You know what I mean? Like, He's like, huh, didn't know that. And then he just believed it as fact from then on. Yeah, he said that to me on the job site. I said, pal, that's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, a guy on my team, I'm out in Reno, Nevada. I'm out there for a specific project. All the guys that are on my specific team that I work for in this company are out in Reno with us working on a big project together. We're sitting at dinner the other night and I said, yo, buddy, it's my one buddy, Dave. And he's like, he's like, hey, listen, he's like, no offense to you. He's like, but I just want to tell everybody at this table, I do not like being called pal or buddy. I think it's very disrespectful. <laughs> he's like, you know, I'm not going to take it as disrespect from any of you, but and I said, buddy, that's the gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so I proceeded to, for the entire week, call him pal and buddy. I'm like, why'd you even tell me? I was like, I'm just, I'm just I was like, yeah, pal, can you stop being a pussy and hand me that? <laughs> did you look for comedy? Uh, yeah, I actually did join the groups and there are some mics going on. I just, I was so fucking, I worked until dark every day last week. So preface how the whole week went we got the last episode together in the house and then a couple days later i moved and that was a clusterfuck um someone stole my lawnmower fucking animals out front of the new house no out of the old house i fucking finished moving i leave it there and i tell my buddy hey can you pick it up for me the next day between me telling my buddy to go pick it up someone fucking took it from the side of the, the old house thing i guess because they didn't see any cars there they thought it was free game my fucking lawnmower's gone. <laughs> I moved in the pouring rain on Saturday. Um, I really didn't get much done. And then on Sunday, I finally got to actually get into the house. And when I get to the house, there's, man, nothing ever goes right, dude. <laughs> like, I get to the house. It's supposed to be moving ready. Everything's supposed to be good to go. They actually had decided to pour concrete the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So there's forms up all over the property. The one like like positive to this place I moved into is that I had basement storage with a door down to it, and I get there, and not only can I not move into the basement, there's wet concrete in my basement. They've been pouring concrete and putting mortar up. So the entire time I'm trying to move in, there's a crew of four extremely Russian men that don't speak any English working in my way the whole time. I worked all fucking night trying to move. I started on that like Sunday. It was pouring rain. I didn't get much done. Monday, I, mo I moved from 7 a.m., until 4 a.m. the next morning. Jesus. So I moved until 4 a.m. I took a shower. I didn't go to sleep. I got in a lift. I flew, I rode to the airport. I flew out at 6.50 from Philadelphia. Took a 
two and a half hour nap on a plane, I was definitely cutting wood. You ever, you ever just fall asleep sitting up and you can just taste the store? <laughs> no, I don't fall asleep sitting up. Can you just, do you know what it feels like or tastes like once you feel like you've been snoring? No, dude. I don't know I what you're talking wake up. This is called sleep apnea. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Don't say that. Um, I, I don't snore all the time, but sometimes I do. And, like, I can tell when I do, like, based off the position I was in. So, like, it's a common thing for me to uh, be on a plane and lean over to the person sitting next to me and go, hey, uh, did I snore? <laughs> and they're like, uh, a little bit, but it's okay. Like, like sometimes they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, a little bit, but it was okay. Or the person will be like, oh, dude, I was asleep. I have no clue. And uh, like last week when I went out to Reno, I was sitting next to the guy. I was like, dude, I was like, did I snore? He's like, uh, yeah, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, damn. That means I was cutting wood. <laughs> you wake up, you're just uh, laying on him. I wake up straddling his body. <laughs> Were you in the middle seat? Yes. I was the fat guy in the middle seat snoring. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Just like arms crossed, arms crossed, elbows too far out. You know what I mean? Just bumping. It was rough, dude. I, I took four flights this past week. About to go into my fifth tomorrow. I'll have flown eight times in two weeks. So a lot on the body. Dude, I got to Reno, and Reno is a high desert, all right? My fat ass has never been in the high desert. <laughs> all right, my, I 100% the first day was short of breath. Like, Jesus Christ, is elevation out here? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The air is so thin. <laughs> was it hot? No, it wasn't hot at all. It was like 30s. It was cold. Jesus. And I had when I got there, I immediately drove to Loyalton, California to go to a job site to help somebody. And like seriously, I got into high deserts. I'm like in a mountain by like Truckee, California. It's a town there, Truckee. They couldn't <laughs> think of a better name than Truckee. Yeah, dude, I was feeling it. I was climbing ladders like <laughs> What'd you think? You haven't been out there. I never made it out west past the Black Hills Reservoir of North Dakota. Yeah. Or South Dakota, something like that. South Dakota. Yeah, Black the, Hills. Yeah, it's the farthest I've been is is uh North Dakota West. North Dakota down to Texas to the farthest I've been. I uh, I made sure not to gamble the entire week, seeing as I've been incredibly broke. Um yeah, guys, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh podcasting and having a day job pays zero money. <laughs> Flew out there. Got right on the ladder. By the time I got done, my body was so fucking numb and like tired that I was just ready to do damage to it. So I went to a a, 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 a casino Christ. buffet. I stopped at a dispensary, bought bought the first bound of marijuana that I could. Rode up a whole Jimmy Johnski, a Johnson, a joint city. I went to the Toucan Charlies. <laughs> Go over to the Toucan Charlies. What horrible over name! At the Purple Parrot. Dude, Toucan Charlie's is a fucking awesome name. Mow down a Toucan Charlie's. We got seafood, cheeseburgers, pho, prime rib bar. On Thursdays, we have a seafood bar. I showed up, dude, put the slam city on some. I was so fucking tired at that point. I was like, I need to hurt myself. I was so I, I went to that buffet. Dude, seriously, they had pho at a buffet. That's crazy. Flipped a coin on the taco bar. <laughs> you could, I was like in the last hour of this place being open, but the food still looked pretty fresh. What do you mean flipped a coin? There was a taco bar. Like this was this was like a Borgata size, Raymond. 
right? Like a Borgata-sized buffet. The reason why I'm using Borgata as a reference is me and Raymond as young fats went to the Borgata buffet with our father. I love how the one day our, da- our father was just like, you guys want to go to a high-end buffet? <laughs> and that was our plan for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Atlantic City. Went down there, put the slam on them. I go in there. I went to their seafood station, got an entire plate full of mussels. Now, again, this was rolling the dice because these mussels did not look the freshest. But I took a chance, and then I flipped the coin when I got to the taco bar because, like I said, this place was so big, it was so spread out. There were items that it was very obvious that they had been out for a while, like the taco bar. This place was so big that it was just too much for people to go for. I think a large part of it is that people weren't noticing there were other places to go look for food in this place. So, like... I get to the taco bar, and it was very obvious that they had put the ground beef out, and nobody had any tacos since they last changed the meat. I was like, all I got to do is stir up the meat a little bit, get some bottom meat. That's still a good taco. <laughs> so I had gross. a couple tacos. It's disgusting. Yeah, just letting, you, just letting you guys know how I roll. After I had, so I'm thinking about it. I probably had like 45 coconut shrimps, the fried coconut shrimps. I was living off those. I'll tell you what. They had a good mashed potato bar. I'll give them that. If I'm going to rate it, one bite, everybody knows the rules, 6.7 out of 9 on the mashed potato bar. You've been to a mashed potato um, bar before? No, Raymond, I, I haven't. God yeah. damn it. No, I have not. I wish I had. I'm telling you, there's something chaotic looking about a person eating a buffet by himself. What was the trash situation like? What kind of people in there? Just monsters of humans? Actually, I'm happy you brought this up. Uh, there was a family adjacent to me that was, it looked like a younger family. like, And their daughter was obviously like maybe 19 years old, pregnant as fuck with her current baby daddy and holding another child. And they were just standing around the table. The daughter stood up and she's like, man, I'm going to go check out the desserts. They're about to close that shit. It cracked me up so hard when she said it. <laughs> you got up and ran. I almost got up and leaned on the workers like, blah! like I needed to lean on somebody. I, it was so funny. I was just like, man, that's trash. Oh my God. I texted you about the one guy. Were you reading the play by play? I was sending you of the yeah, gentleman. I didn't understand it. Yeah, I definitely, I bet you didn't. It probably sounds like the ramblings of a, of a psychopath. This guy comes in. <laughs> I go up to get my like seafood and I'm getting a plate and he had just got there. And like, they had told me like, Hey, we closed in about an hour. I'm like, okay. So he shows up like 15, 20 minutes after me. And they tell him like, hey, we close in 40 minutes. And I hear him go, perfect, plenty of time to do some damage. That's trash. Okay. Now, not only did he get his plates of food, he got all of his courses all at once, like salad, dinner, dessert, blind everything up in front of him on the table. While he's moving around this buffet, he's singing and whistling and talking to himself out loud. <laughs> All right, then he sits down, and a guy who's sitting next to him is wearing a shirt from a town he must be from, and he's like, are you from blah, blah, blah? And the guy's like, yeah. He's like, Doug, I played football for that high school in 1957, played at USC. Dude, tells this guy his entire life story. I'm watching his wife. I'm watching his wife give him dirty looks the whole time. I'm like, why did you fucking talk to this guy? Oh, my God. The guy is sitting there. He's like name dropping people. He's like, I played with Arthur Frostatelli in 56. All right. He was the biggest Italian in San Francisco at the time. Like saying crazy shit. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like he's saying the craziest shit to this guy. 
He's like, Bo Fratelli, dude, you know, he was known for being handsy. And he ended up at our school and, you know, I, we carried him to a, he's like, we won a championship back to back at 58. I was like, what the fuck is going on? This guy's just name dropping it. And like, at one point he, he named a like NFL coach. He's like, you know, when so-and-so coached this team back and blah, blah, blah. And this guy's like, uh, yeah, I do. Right. He's like, I fucking played for so-and-so the five years before he went to the dolphins and took him to the fucking super bowl. Is this guy a fat piece of shit? Yes, absolutely. Fat piece of shit. Doesn't have a single sleeve on his body. <laughs> no. Every, every oh sleeve God. on his body is cut off. <laughs> yes, every sleeve. Every sleeve. I, I, I don't know how it progressed. <laughs> but he just goes, he's like, well, you know, I was a fucking Marine, man. I was in Desert Storm. They fucking blew my ass up. He's like, I was a Marine. They sent me on special actions. They referred to me as what they call a hammer. <laughs> Dude, this guy was never in the military. This is like textbook stolen valor. Bro, he's a self-described hammer. <laughs> I was, I mean, I almost spit out my soup. I was dying in the corner. Like, Did he talk about how he was classified at all? Secret operations? Um, I wanted to say that he's very nonchalant. Very nonchalantly mentioned a dishonorable mention, <laughs> dishonorable um, discharge. Discharge, yeah. Jeez, a, a sensational. Somehow he finished all of his food before me and left. Raymond, this was the type of person I would have got trapped talking to. I would have had so much fun. I'd have been like, dude, Arthur Fonzarelli, wasn't he on fucking? Isn't that the Fonz? The Fonz? <laughs> it was awesome. It was so fun. I uh, I was just watching people gamble all over the place. Out there, they have their skin is charred from the sun. They look like fucking lizards. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you what. Everybody does look older out there, and yeah. they're ugly. <laughs> it's just an insult the people of Reno. No, dude. Honestly, meth heads everywhere. I almost got teased by a a meth head. This woman, you can see visibly tweaking. Makes no sense to me. I I guess if meth doesn't make you skinny. Because, like, she was just, like, a fat... I, I guess it can, but it's all about your attitude, I guess. It's all about <laughs> what you... It's all about what you do with the man. <laughs> so, I see this incredibly fat woman in a, like, like an old Honda Accord. Just whipping, dog. I'm making a left, and she's about to T-bone me. I see her slam on the brakes, blow the light she's at, mount the shoulder around me, Probably go 100 miles per hour on a 40 mile per hour road. Goes through two more lights, turns into a parking lot, flies through the parking lot, dips behind a shopping center. I have no clue where she went from there. Dude, it's the mess. Okay. The mess. Like, it, she was all messed up. Man, it, it was crazy, dude. She probably needed that mess. Dude, I was also looking at what time it was. I was like, she was two and a half minutes away from being late to work. That's what just happened. Oh, dude, there's no inspections on vehicles in Nevada. It's like Florida, where you just like see jalopies rolling around. People are missing like the front fairing on their vehicle. Like there's just an open cavity of vehicle. <laughs> you, can, you can see I the inner workings of the engine. Yeah, I like it's like cutting a hole in somebody's chest and watching their heart. While you're having a conversation with them. Dude. Um, trying to think. I uh, had to verify if a peanut butter and jelly sandwich I bought from a gas station had mold on it the other day. I went into a Sunoco, and I bought one of those pre-wrapped peanut butter and jelly Sammies. You know, that's an easy walking Sammy. You take that anywhere you go. <laughs> but you know how, like, bread will have flour on it, 
and like it'll look like dusty. Yeah. Well, these sandwiches, when they're like dusty, the flour clumps up. And I was scared it might have been like a clump of mold. So I went inside. I was like, hey, uh, I showed her my sandwich. I was like, hey, is that mold? Not knowing if this is a sandwich I just bought in there or not. I, just, <laughs> I don't even have the wrapper with me. I just have a sandwich. I show her. There's a bite taken out of it. <laughs> not yet. I said, hey, I know this sounds crazy, but is that mold? I just need or is that flour? That's crazy. And she was like, uh, that's flour. I'm like, okay, cool. I thought I was crazy. I just didn't want to eat a moldy sandwich. Have a good day. And I left. Oh, fuck. I, uh, what else could happen in that, that course of time? I tried not to gamble the entire time. And then I got back to the airport to fly out. I said, fuck it. I was like, I'm here early. I have time. Let me put 80 bucks in the machine, see what happens. And I won $326 on the first bet. Would you, did like, you retire? What happened? Uh, like we left green 100% we left green so uh yeah i'm addicted to gambling again is it it's black very, it's i thought it's black they prefer african american raymond no i'm saying if you're in the black you're making money if you're in the red uh, uh yeah if you're in the black you're making money if you're in the red you're negative in regards to an accounting book are you racist racist <laughs> racist <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of the yahoos I met this week. Um, speaking of, I went to California on the first day, and as soon as I'm crossing the border, there's agricultural stops in between California and Nevada. The guy's like, hey, are you good to go? He's like, you're good to go. I'm like, cool. And before I left, I was like, hey, is this one of those agricultural stops? He's like, yep. I was like, cool. I see videos for them all the time on the internet. I, I never thought I was going to actually see one in person, so that's pretty cool. He goes, where are you from? I'm like, Philadelphia. He's like, no shit. I was like, yeah. He's like, where at? I'm like, Aston, PA. He's like, pull over real quick. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, did I just get in trouble for being from Delaware County? What just happened? <laughs> the guy also had been smoking weed. So I was just like super fried. I'm like, no, we're going to get in trouble at the border now. Because I was so paranoid, I just pulled over to where he told me to. And then I just got out of the vehicle. I was like, <laughs> so like I was waiting for someone to be like, sir, get back in your vehicle. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm a sweet boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> they just whoop your ass. <laughs> whoop my fucking ass. Like, show who the fucking oranges are, you bitch. <laughs> so I think something bad's about to happen. I'm like, am I in trouble or something? He's like, nah. Reaches his hand out and goes, I'm from Swarthmore, PA, man. It's like two towns over. I was like, man, I was like, you're like the first person I've spoken to in California. And of course, the first person I meet is from Delco. <laughs> He's like, He's like, I moved out here 20 years ago. Said, like, the exact same thing that everybody says. He's like, oh, it's way better. The houses are cheaper. I'll never move back. He's like, moved out here 20 years ago. Everything was going pretty good. Then about five years ago, house burnt to the ground. Had to get a new job. Jesus I was Christ. like, Jesus Christ. Dude. <laughs> I was like, that's not everything's going well. <laughs> I didn't do any comedy, man, because honestly, I was just so fucking busy. I needed a break. Um... Yeah, I went to a place for uh, the woman could barely speak English. I'm like, this is going to be incredible. And it was. <laughs> was their children doing homework in the front? Yes. It looked like it was her daughter working in the back. And this woman was a tub of shit. <laughs> and she's like yelling at her. Number nine, number five. <laughs> no, that's, they're not yelling. <laughs> that's how they talk. Yeah, I, I know. Listen, <laughs> I get it. I talk with my hands. They yell at their daughters. It's the same thing. <laughs> 
they're just they're just very lively people <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> me and these asians these asians and these italians we have a lot of like we just talk loud we yell at our people that we love we make a good soup <laughs> did you do anything at home when you got home uh since i've been home yeah realistically raymond i got home yesterday at 4 30 in the morning so no not really i like pretty much came home took a nap woke up took the baby out did some, some christmas gallivanting you know what i mean bought some good cheese shout out to prima donna i'm gonna do a cheese shout out real quick <laughs> shout out to the big cheese in the sky yeah, to the big cheese in the sky and all the little cheddars. You know what's good. <laughs> Come on, man. That's cheese joke, Raymond. Come on, man. Don't Swiss me up. God, you're acting like a real Asiago. <laughs> all right. So, cheese. I bought cheese. Prima Donna, it's my favorite fucking cheese, dude. You can agree that's one of your favorites, too, right? It's pretty good. Man, it's, I always thought it was a Parmesan or like a provolone, something like that. It's actually a Gouda. <laughs> okay. Learned that from Lemaire's brother. Okay. He, oh, he works on the, in the Italian market. I got a cheese and meat guy, dude. <laughs> you got a cheese guy? Jibs. He's known famously for fucking Philadelphia police officers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god, it's one of my favorite. Jabri's, uh, I think he's bisexual. I don't think he's actually fully gay. It's like there's an episode on Panties in the Mouth. Uh, Panties in the Mouth is a podcast that Lamare Lee, Annie Malafarina, and Nate Marshall do. And uh, they had Jabri on. And the episode's called Barebacking the Blue. Because Jabri <laughs> tells a story about how they're, they're standing at like a street corner and there's a crime scene. And Jabri waves at the cop like, hey buddy. And the guy waves back to him. They're like, Jabri, who was that guy? He's like, oh, I fucked that cop. <laughs> they were like, well, they were like, they were taken aback by it. And somebody in the episode goes, I've heard a back in the blue, but bear back in the blue is pretty fucking insane. Jabri, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Jabri works at the Bruno's down in the city. He works at the OG shop. He doesn't work at any of the other gay ones. Those little fucking, they're not, I don't know why they're gay. I'm sorry that I called them gay. <laughs> I want to take, issue an apology. I want to take a quick moment to apologize to all the gays I offended out there. <laughs> um, I, any, I don't know what else to talk to Jabri about other than food and the fact that he cuts meat and cheese. So I woke up to him on Thanksgiving. I was like, what's up, dude? He's like, what's up, man? I'm like, yo, man. I was like, I just cannot find prima donna anywhere. <laughs> It's like the first thing I bring up to him. He's like, oh, yeah, dude. He's like, it's like a holiday cheese. I'm like, it's a Parmesan, right? He's like, uh, it's actually a Gouda. And I never felt stupider in my life, Raymond. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I looked stupid in front of a meat and cheese guy. I don't know if it really is. Is he bullshitting? I, I, dude, I don't know. Look it up. Cream it down to cheese. Oh, man, it flakes so well. It is a Gouda. See, here's the thing. I don't know shit about cheese. So, like, I don't, I, I didn't know what qualities to expect out of Gouda's when he said that. I was, God, it's a Gouda. That's crazy. I'm <laughs> surprised it's a Gouda. My cousin was a Gouda. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my cousin knew it. My cousin banged a Gouda for a semester <laughs> in college. <laughs> 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 
woke up dead. Turned out he was a Gouda. <laughs> How do you wake up dead? <laughs> what is that from? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> How do you wake up dead? What do you mean? How do you wake up dead? <laughs> I think it's a, it's a Steve Buscemi uh, line from something. I forget where. All right. So from Reno to Phoenix, I was sat in between about a nine to 10 person group of probably late 20s, early 30s contractors. And I was talking to them. They were out in Reno touring a Tesla facility so that they could uh, pretty much mimic the, the SOP, the standard of practices for their facilities. They're all like normal guys. And they have this one guy named Wit. He was a fucking wild card. The guy has a crazy accent. He's from Mississippi. He's just jawing and talking the whole time. We're in like the Comfort Plus. So like, extra leg room and like he got i don't know what happened this is like a newer jet no no matter what normally if there's first class there's a a barrier wall and uh they sit down and his seat is right behind first class and it's not a barrier wall it's a curtain about 10 inches long so he's just sitting there he's like man i got the best fucking seat on the plane you pussies ain't got nothing he's like talking shit to his boys the whole time so then our plane's been delayed so like now we're getting delayed sitting in the plane now because they're like they had had a delay because they were like oh we might have a mechanical issue we're gonna bring maintenance in they do an inspection everything's fine all right so now we're sitting on the plane we're getting ready to take off lights are out they're getting ready to back out we're getting ready to take off and they go uh folks we're gonna be delayed in a little bit longer again uh the pilot will be out in a second he's gonna talk to you guys and pilot comes out and is extremely after like not saying like like, this is his skin color. His accent was, like, an extremely thick South African accent. He's, uh, yes, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am your captain. <laughs> I'm the captain. <laughs> yeah, like, I was, like, wait, I was, like, picturing this guy being, like, I am a Somalian pirate. I have taken over your plane. <laughs> the captain now. Like, this is, like, this is what's happening. So, he's, like, I'm so sorry uh, that we have been delaying. Understand that all of this is because I want the most safety for you guys. We were getting ready to take off and we realized that we're taking a different route that we normally do. And before we took off, we realized that we didn't have enough fuel to make that trip. So we're going to have the fuel truck just top everything up and we'll get on the way. And this guy just fucking like announces into the plane. He's like, you're about to fucking tell me you're about to take off with a quarter tank and you fuckers didn't top off. (laughs) It was insane. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like he's now he's just heckling the, the stewardesses and the pilot Raymond. jesus <laughs> he's just sitting there he's like oh bullshit on this shit he's like you fuckers are definitely up there changing a flat tire <laughs> now he's on the pilot's side he's like no 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 don't worry this fuckers got us dude he said sorry he's out here he's like you give him about 20 minutes he said i don't need 100 yards i have this fucker straight up and down in a second he's he's having a conversation with like five rows of people Raven. it's like he's he's announcing this shit he's like man this is a sign i should have just fucking stayed here in reno fucking set up shop the lucky beaver found me a sweet wife he's He's talking, he's like, I'm supposed to fucking thrive in Reno. He's just talking. I mean, it is, people are like laughing. I can't, I'm laughing with this group at this point because I can't help it. Right? Like, I'm like, I was like, what is going on? The whole time they're running late for their next flight. The guy is just talking in the flight. He's like, boys, I'm going to tell you right now, we are fucked. He's like, there is no cheeseburger time now. 
He said, I ain't going to get no fucking snacks. He said, I was talking all this shit about snacks. I ain't getting no snacks now. He said, we're late as shit. He said, I bet you we don't even make that fucking fly. I'm going to be stuck in Phoenix. He's like, Terry, you live in Phoenix, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm fucking staying at you and your mom's house, you pussy. When we took off, he was like, he's like, yeah, man, give it up for this motherfucker. He put that thing straight up and down. That thing went off like a cocksucker. He's like, yelling. I was like, oh, dude, I couldn't believe what was happening. Like, he keeps opening the curtain from first class and peeking through. He's like, huh, we ain't got that type of money, do we, boys? He's fucking, he's like, they must work for a better construction company than us, huh? <laughs> he's like name dropping companies what like, a man, them, them boys must got that Yates money up there it's cracking me up very entertaining so it is 10 o'clock now I fly back out in 7 hours be there all week hopefully I will do some comedy this week have some funny stories to tell you about the, the Reno comedy scene or um, some scary tales about how messed up it is that was a fun week, Gray. I uh did you have a fun week, Gray? Oh, yeah. Before we leave, what happened with your fucking car? Did you get that John taken care of? Yeah, it's it's taken care of. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Raymond's win- Raymond had a very trashy problem the other night. His window would not go up and it was going to rain. And he's like, I I gotta fix this now. I'm like, why don't you just get a trash bag? <laughs> Raymond's a fucking man of mystery, dude. He could play you a song and fix your car, no problem. Dude. I could change a transmission with a butter knife. You ever taken a pumpkin, cut a hole in it, the shape of a hexagon? <laughs> Freeze it. <laughs> Hold on, stop. What are you talking about? Freeze it. Freeze it. Use it as a socket wrench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. I, I, I hate that I didn't get to this, but I fucking went to flea markets with baby today. Um, it's in like kind of a ghetto shopping center, so the only clothing sale, like the only place that was selling clothing all of the outfits, Raymond, I don't even know how to, to describe what was on these shirts. Uh, I've never heard of a brand called Cleeps before. But, like, there's, like, there's graphics on it that's, like, all I wear is Cleep. Cleep to the death of me. <laughs> Representing like, Cleep. Thrilled shirts. Incredibly, inc- like, an incredible amount of pockets for a pair of cargo pants that I've seen. Are you Cleep now? You're Cleep gang? I'm Cleep down to my socks. Gucci down to the cleep. Um, just couldn't find anything that I could vibe with outfit-wise. Like, <laughs> I mean, most of the shirts were like Philly shirt. Like, no one likes us. We don't care shirts. Like, you know uh, what I mean? I hate. Oh my gosh, that just reminded me at the parade today. There was a guy that was wearing a t-shirt. He looked like a skinhead. First of all, he had a family. He was wearing a shirt. It said, "Kill your local pedophile." Okay, Jesus I like, Christ. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Who wears that to a... It was, dude, holy this shit. parade was, like, oriented towards children. Hey, you should spread the message. Yeah, I was like, okay, take it easy. <laughs> yeah, but words on a t-shirt, trash. I'll be honest with you, I bet you Adamus has that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Adamus. Shout out to everybody that listens. Uh, this has been the 53rd episode. My name is Declan. This is my brother Raymond. This is Let Me Call You Back. If you like us, you can find us on social media. You can find me at Declan Loves Meatballs. You can find Raymond at Ray underscore Brooks with an X. You can find our podcast at the, at five five five. Let me call you back. You can find me on Facebook, and you can find my comedy page on YouTube as well. And you can listen to us on anywhere where they stream podcasts. So find us on Apple, find us on Spotify, Audible, 
um, you know, anywhere that they let guys like us speak uh, radical thought and race theory, you know. <laughs> Anything you like to talk about, yeah, right? That's it. Other than that, salutations, my friends. It's been a year of this. Thank you very much for being involved with us and listening to our show. We'll see you next week. Hopefully we got some good stories from Reno. Hopefully I see Terry and Officer Dangle. Peace. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.